Hello and welcome to the latest episode of QSR Uncut. I'm your host, Danny Klein, Editorial Director here at QSR Magazine. And so this week we are jumping into the health segment, which we actually do a lot, I've come to realize. And I think that's because a lot of our podcasts are really focused into the fast casual space and just tends to be a lot of brands who live within that realm. And um, I will say in the case of Veggie Grill, you know, definitely a pioneer of that. And it's come a long, long way, which is something we will get into with co-founder and CEO TK Pillion. So first, TK, thank you for joining us. Um, I'll give you a second here just to kind of tell everybody a little bit about yourself, about the brand, and we'll take it from there. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Danny. Good to be here. Um, and uh, uh, so, yeah, TK Pillin, co-founder and CEO of Veggie Grill. We founded Veggie Grill back in 2006 uh, based on uh, what we thought was a big need for delicious, healthy, convenient food and an opportunity to create, uh, to solve that problem by showing people how delicious plant-based foods could be and making them accessible and convenient and, uh, and then just helping people uh, start eating more plants because uh, I think now it's uh, really clear there's a lot of benefits when you eat, uh, you know, when you really try to incorporate more plant protein into your diet. And, uh, uh, and so we were, I think, one of the, the um, leaders and pioneers in helping show people how delicious and convenient you can make plant-based food. And, and our goal is to make it fun, friendly, and approachable. And uh, so we were, I think, uh, relatively successful doing that. And that's why we're still here today and uh, uh, up and down the West Coast and in Boston as well. So uh, it's been been a great journey, as you know, the, and your listeners know, restaurant business is not for the faint of heart. And so, you know, we certainly have had to navigate a few, uh, a few things here and there. But uh, we certainly have a concept that I think uh, has proven it has value in the world. And uh, we're grateful to continue to be on our journey. And TK, I want to definitely get into kind of the evolution of this segment overall. But before, I just want to talk a little bit about, you know, how, what's going on with the brand. And I recently made the decision to close 12 locations. I, I believe you have 17 still open. And, you know, from what I was able to read, just, you know, a little bit about kind of the recalibration of, of things in offices and, and what have you. But, I mean, tell us a little bit about, you know, how these are setting you up for longevity. You know, obviously, it's, as you mentioned, never for the faint of the heart in this industry. So you can yeah. make tough decisions sometimes. But yeah, tell us a little bit about that and, and where it really takes you from here. Yeah. So, like, as you said, tough decisions for sure. Um, and uh, not, you know, having to pivot, and, you know, was certainly uh, taken to another level with COVID and, uh uh, so we, as a fast casual concept, uh, uh, pre-COVID, the strategy was to put put them as close to uh, offices as we could, and that was a big part of our location selection and uh, and uh, having that uh, uh, convenient yet higher quality food was a big draw for the office lunch crowd. And um, so, as as a lot of people know, that crowd is not back; it's you know, or it's back at a fraction of what it used to be. We spent 2022 uh, doing a lot of things to try and get some of our locations back to where they were profitable. And uh, we just got to 2023 and said, it, it, it's just not going to happen, given where we are um, with uh, people's new work routines. And so 
Um, and we were spending a lot of time with different initiatives, trying to uh, drive revenue and taking our, I think, you know, it took energy away from the core of making sure our menu continues to be great. And uh, so we just got to a point uh, early this year where we said, we're going to have to bite the bullet for the future of the brand and the business. And so we closed that subset. And, and you know, when you do, when you close, you want to, you know, close so that you don't have to do it again. So we, uh, you know, we took a hard look at uh, every location and uh, went through that difficult process. And uh, uh, now we're on a strong base of locations uh, here up and down the West Coast. And, um, and we uh, have one on the East Coast as kind of our beachhead there. So it just, you know, it's one of those things where sometimes you got to take a step back uh, to really position yourself to keep uh, climbing, climbing forward. And uh, I think everybody who's uh, grown a restaurant chain knows growth comes with challenges. And, uh, uh, and so you have to always, you know, every kind of few steps up the mountain, you've got to step, you know, take a, a pause and see where you are and figure out if you can keep climbing or you got to change a few things before, you know, before you can. And so that's what we did. Yeah. And, you know, something I've been asked before too is, you know, when this happens, how you kind of go about, you know, whether or not you talk about it. And, um, you know, one thing that you all did, you know, kind of the Instagram post and just sort of come out directly with customers and, and sort of key and key them in on what was happening. And I, I thought that was a smart, you know, idea. And you could even look at the response. I think the last time I checked it, there was, you know, over 4,000 engagements on there, which I think has got to be a good sign in terms of people wanting your brand, but also just the transparency of kind of letting them, you know, know that it matters, you know, how they feel about it. And I mean, I guess, tell us about that response, you know, and, and decision to do it that way. And, uh, you know, kind of what it just sort of tells you about, you know, where you go next. Yeah. I mean, to your point, um, it, uh, it was really, um, heartwarming to see the response, um, uh, of, uh, of people really showing that there, there is a lot of love for our brand and that, um, like we didn't, like I mentioned earlier, we did not take lightly closing these locations. It was def definitely difficult for me personally, right? Our mission is to make, uh, uh, plant-based eating, uh, accessible, uh, across the country and, you know, taking a step back, uh, from that well, certainly was not our first choice. And, uh, but then what we saw uh, on Instagram was it really did disappoint a lot of people. And people were really concerned about what was happening with Veggie Grill and, uh, and our brand because we kind of, our first thought was, okay, let's get these things closed and we'll just keep moving forward. Um, and what we saw was there was a lot of concern out there amongst our fans, what's happening with Veggie Grill. And so at that point we said, well, you know, we really do owe it to our fans to let them know what exactly what's going on. They, they care as much as we do. <laughs> really, they, it's a, it really felt like they had a vested interest in our success and really wanted to know. And so that's when we got to a point where we said, let's, you know, we, there's always pros and cons with uh, uh, being public about it, right? Because then, uh, you know, there's a certain group of people who want to talk about the negative, the closures, but uh, we kind of weighed that against, hey, our fans really want to know and um, uh, and transparency and authenticity and kind of being a little different has always been part of Edgy Grill. And uh, uh, so we said, you know what, we're going to do what we think is right for our guests and our guests want to know. 
So let's let's put the statement out there and let them know exactly what's going on. Yeah, personally, I I think it's a good move because otherwise, if you're kind of doing it quietly, it almost feels like the sky is really falling. <laughs> you know, people are just you know kind of finding out about it, but having no clue what what's next. And um, yeah, you know, well, I think to your to your point, it really does also reflect where we are today, um, in general, right? Transparency is kind of the new. Everything is skewed more towards transparency, given uh, social media, right? Like if you don't tell people what's going on, they're gonna t- they're they're gonna tell everybody what they think's going on. Right? Yeah, I agree. I mean, word of mouth now is like a, you know, it's not between friends anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's between it's between pretty much the world, you know, whether it's the tractors or, or bystanders. That's what social media has created. Yeah, and it's uh, yeah. both you know both exciting for marketers and and uh, can be terrifying too. But it's just the nature of things. And, and so speaking of that, I, I do want to talk about um, you know kind of the priorities moving forward and the growth and and what's really you know headlining what you're trying to accomplish kind of the rest of this year and into next. I mean, where where is the brand going now and and what's yeah. being yeah what's on kind of the top of the the funnel right now? Yeah, so. Uh... Um, really, you know, back to the core focus on the menu. And, um, uh, because as I said, we, we, 2022, we're doing so many different things on the business end of the company, uh, that we, we didn't, um, I think we, we just got spread a little thin and now we're really back focused on innovating on our menu and making sure we have, um, the best the plant-based world can offer and uh, really doing it for two audiences. The audience, one audience wants really plant-powered nutrition, you know, more on the whole food, pure veggie side. Uh, And so we're innovating on a selection of bowls and salads. We already have bowls and salads, but we're uh, getting ready to launch an upgrade in a few weeks here in, in October. And then again in January with a set of what we think are uh, really compelling uh, pure, uh, whole food plant-based, uh, items on our bowls and salads. And then we have a second audience that really enjoys, uh, traditional classics, sandwiches, burgers. Um, uh, and we use, uh, great, uh, partners that, uh, help us deliver the same crispy chicken or, or steak, you know, Beyond Meat has a great new, uh, steak offering, uh, we actually also partnered with a company called Yo Egg on a, you know, they have a sunny side egg that we put on top of a huevos rancheros bowl and on top of a kimchi burger. So there's kind of that indulgence, you know, good old fashioned comfort, but in a, uh, a better for you kind of feel good way. That's one of our audiences. The other audience really is focused on, uh, on plant powered nutrition and, you know, so we're here to make sure we're delivering compelling offerings for both those audiences. So as everybody knows, first and foremost, you have to have, to have compelling food. And so we're getting back to make sh- making sure we have that and uh, upgrading kind of the overall menu. And then hopefully that'll help us uh, really uh, be positioned to start growing again. And, uh, and that's our plan for uh, second half of next year. But for the next six months, it's really all about making sure we we have the best menu possible. Yeah, I haven't um, I haven't tried this Beyond Steak product yet. It's, it's good. Exciting. It's good. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking at your menu now. I, you know, you're featuring in a quesadilla format, which is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and so I'd be interested definitely to, to give that a shot. I, I'm curious, kind of your thoughts overall. Obviously, over this past um, you know couple of decades, this is this category has come so far. I think you know if you look at the Beyond products in general, kind of you know what makes a a plant based menu up now, I, I find pretty fascinating. Whether or not it's you know sort of the quote on quote you know fake meat, you know, or if it's just as you were mentioning, kind of plant forward nutrition. I mean, how is the how is the customer or the awareness in the space, you know, really evolving, you know, in terms yeah. of uh, those two things being, you know, starting to marry, you know, each other a little bit on the menu? Yeah. Well, I mean, as I mentioned, that's what we're really focused on because we serve those two audiences somewhat distinctly. That's what's changed, right? Is when we started Veggie Grill in 2006, just the idea, like people never didn't even use the word plant-based and, Vegan was a term that uh, people uh, didn't uh, gravitate towards. Uh, and uh, so um, it was all about just showing people, hey, vegetarian food and vegan food can taste great. And we made it as familiar as we could, right? And that involved more of uh, some of these sandwiches and burgers that were replicating people's uh, 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 comfort food favorites. And so Whereas today, you know, there's been an evolution where like back in 2006, our vegan chicken sandwich was amazing. People were like, wow, I can have, you know, a fried chicken sandwich that doesn't have chicken, no cholesterol. It's this, you know, and they thought that in a lot of people made that, you know, equated that with health. Right. And, uh, and then over time people were like, well, you know, vegan chicken sandwich is great, but you know what? It's still, you know, a little processed and uh, it's fried. So I'm not sure it's really healthy. And so, you know, then, you know, and, and it's true, it's better for you than a regular chicken sandwich, but it's not as good for you as a kale, spinach, quinoa, you know, uh, whole, you know, lentils, garbanzo beans, nuts, seeds, all those, you know, real pure veggies, right? So, you know, people's knowledge uh, evolved. We're like, okay, it's not just about eating vegan vegetarian. It's about, okay, do I want, you know, do I, if health is my number one goal, right, then I want to go a little bit more, you know, towards the whole food plant-based pure veggie side of it. And of, of course, you know, and I'm, I'm a perfect example. This is me as an eater, right? I'll, when I first went uh, uh, plant-based, about a year before we started, a year and a half before we started Veggie Grill, I went plant-based and that led, gave me the, the belief and the passion around what, um, what, our, what this type of food could do, not only for people, but also kind of the positive, you know, my own education around the other positive impacts. So, you know, when I first went plant-based, I was eating, you know, much more of the sandwich burger side of our menu, probably five to seven times a week. Um, because that's just where what I was eating before, and that's just where my taste was, and where my uh, uh, kind of habits um, and desire was. But as I've evolved, you know, I've kind of said, okay, well, you know, I'm getting older, and you know, you know, when I eat the salads and bowls, you know, that really, I, I you know, I, I understand the nutritional side of that. And so today, I'll eat our burgers and sandwiches a couple times a week right? Maybe two, three times a week and much more. I'll eat our salads and bowls 
five to seven times a week, right? Or more, right? Because, you know, so where I'm going is there's just this, there's been this evolution, people's knowledge where before it was, hey, just go vegan, plant-based and it's healthy, right? Whereas today people understand, well, there's a lot of reasons to go vegan, plant-based. And, uh, but if you want to optimize your health, you want to do it really more on the whole food, uh, pure plant protein side of it. Whereas if you're, you know, but it's same and, and then indulge on some of the, you know, plant, you know, the specialties like Beyond Meat um, and uh, some of the other uh, items that really help you replicate the taste. Like when you want the taste and texture of meat, these meat analogs are great because they give it to you and they've given it to you now today, much, you know, in a much closer form than they did 15 years ago beyond steak and uh, beyond meat being a great example. Our chicken's really amazing. We're looking at some new products. So you can get that now and get that satisfaction and still get some health benefits, no cholesterol, no, 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 you, don't, you don't get the saturated animal fat. And so if you know, you're, you're somebody who has high cholesterol or trying to reduce, you know, has some heart disease risk, but you still want to enjoy some of your old favorites, those are great, right? Or if you're, you know, a younger plant, you know, plant forward eater who just wants to eat in a more planet friendly, animal friendly way, but still wants to have their burgers and fries, you got it, right? And so really kind of where I'm going is this audience for plant-based is really split, you know, kind of gotten segmented, right? There's different types of plant-based foods for different occasions. And that's where we've also had to evolve to make sure we're seg kind of segmenting our menu out. So people who want are eating for one reason, see, you know, see it and say, okay, that's what I want. People eating for another reason, see that. And whereas in the early days, it was kind of, they were all kind of, you know, merged together. All right. Right. It makes a lot of sense to me. And so we have a lot of, um, entrepreneurs who listen to this podcast and just tell us your your origin story a little bit you know between yourself and ray and kevin gotten started but you know what were you doing before you made this decision i i think i always enjoy you know one thing as i'm sure you can agree and anyone who gets into this industry is um is a little bit crazy right because you know why are you dealing with yeah. all this and stuff you know so you really have to kind of um you know have that spirit in you and i'm always interested to see where it began you know what what made you make this decision to get into food service and, and hospitality and open a fast casual sure sure so yeah i think great story right you know uh starting a business is not easy and uh, running restaurants is definitely not easy right and so um there was you know really more than it was much more than hey i want to run a chain of restaurants because that really wasn't uh the real focus. The focus was, hey, <clears throat> the world has, um, you know, I I was a I went to MIT and I had a really a very successful e-commerce uh, business in the mid '90s that uh, 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 scaled very well during the first uh, dot-com wave, and then I sold out of it in 2004, and so I had a blank slate on what I wanted to do next, and uh, um, and I saw. I started reading a little bit about uh, the state of the country in terms of health and wellness and, you know, the fact that, uh, you know, half the country was dying of heart disease and cancer and people were depending on pharmaceuticals and, and the cost of health care was just keep rising. And, and I actually grew up with my mother was a registered dietitian, nutritionist and uh, vegetarian. And even though she let me grow up with more of a mainstream diet as a skinny Indian kid growing up in Boston in the 70s. 
um, in 80. So, but she was always kind of encouraging me, Hey, you know, you should not, you know, watch, watch how much meat you eat. It's really not great for you. And, um, so, you know, it's okay to eat it, but you know, don't, you know, you know, make sure you don't, uh, go overboard. Uh, and she was also telling me about all of, you know, a lot of patients she was helping to, uh, treat and the ones that were open to it, she was helping them change their diets and helping them solve their problems without drugs. And so that's where I was like, you know, given everything that's going on, I know food is probably the best solution to all of these problems around health. And, uh, and so I was like, so I got to a point where it's like, okay, I'd love to create a business to help solve this problem we're having. And that's where I, that was the first step. And then I also ate out a lot. And, uh, uh, so one interesting note about me is I am not a cook. I, you know, I don't cook much at all. And so I was eating out a lot and trying to eat healthy. And, uh, at the time, the only place I could go that I felt like I was eating healthy was Subway, uh, to find it. Right. You know, yeah. That was, it's, that was so funny how that, I mean, that, that message of them being healthy was, was such a big thing. I think people sometimes forget how much of our you know, kind of the generation before the current one. Yeah. <laughs> How that was so, so ingrained into our, our yeah. thoughts on fast food. And, yeah. Uh, and I, yeah. Yeah. Back then eating a turkey sub was healthy for me. Right. Right. So, exactly. Um, and that also goes to our evolution of knowledge. Right. I'm, I'm a great example. Right. You know, even though I had a registered dietitian as a mother, I still kind of, you know, say, well, I'm not, you know, as long as I'm not eating a burger, I'm eating healthy. Um, so, uh, um, so, you know, but I, yeah, to, to our, you know, I think where you were alluding to, it's like, yeah, I didn't really love it. Right. It was, a, was, yeah, I didn't, you know, getting, going to subway, was getting tired. And then, um, then I actually read an article in the LA business journal, um, about the top 10 franchisees in LA County. And they were all basically subways and pizza concepts and burger concepts. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. Like, why can't there be, uh, a, successful restaurant concept that gives you delicious, convenient food you could feel good about. So that was, you know, something that for whatever reason kind of became something I wanted to see if I could help solve. And uh, so I started doing some research and looking at different types of foods that could help solve that problem. You know, I was looking at Indian, I was looking at uh, some other Asian concepts like, Hey, is this something where, Hey, you know, you, right now you when you want convenient, uh, food, you, you dial up pizza, you go to your drive-in burger place or, um, and so how do we create something where you could have a similar experience, but get food you could feel good about. And so I kind of, uh, as part of that quest, I ended up, um, visiting every healthy restaurant I could in Southern California. Uh, and, by doing that, I stumbled into a few vegan and vegetarian places that I wouldn't have even thought about going into. And, um, and I was looking, you know, and as part of this research, I was like, okay, it's gotta be, it can't be like this high end chef driven restaurant. Cause you're not going to be able to scale that. It's gotta be something that can really, uh, you know, rep, you know, be scaled, you know? And, um, and also it's so, you know, my first question was like, can it exist? Right. And then does it exist? Right. And so by trying to answer those questions through my on the ground research, I stumbled into a couple of vegan restaurants and a few of them weren't great, like more on the raw, you know, raw side. But 
there's a couple that was like, wow, you know, this food's actually, when you prepare it the right way, it actually is really satisfying. And it's vegetarian and vegan. I think that's better for you. I, I've been told always, you know, that that's better for you. Um, and so I was like, hmm, that was like the, the first big light bulb. It was like, well, maybe, maybe there is a solution out there that I can help uh, make happen, right? And so I, that's when I started diving into the research on uh, plant-based diets and vegan diets. And uh, luckily in 2005, there was research coming out showing all of the benefits uh, from a health and wellness standpoint, because before that, there was a question, can you get all the, the protein and some other nutrients and uh, there were several papers that came out that said, yeah, you can get, you know, as long as you're taking a B12 supplement, you're, you can take, you can get all the protein and calcium and everything else you need with a, uh, a balanced plant-based diet. And you can reduce your chance of major, several major diseases, including heart disease and uh, several forms of cancer. And I was like, wow, that's compelling information. And so I switched my diet quickly uh, just to try it. And I, be, and I lost 20 pounds. Uh, in three months and my cholesterol went for, it was just starting to get over 200 cause I was up to, you know, I was at 37 at the time and kind of putting on that pound a year and, uh, wondering why cl my cholesterol was going high, even though I didn't eat a lot of red meat. And, um, but as soon as I changed that diet and lost 20 pounds, cholesterol went to under one from over 200 to under 140 and felt great, more energy. I was getting back to my mid twenties in the gym. And when I was a college athlete, kind of feeling that way again. Um, so I became a big believer. Wow, this is healthier food. And, and then I, and, you know, and with these new ways, some of these new, uh, uh, veggie proteins, uh, when you use the right marinades and sauces, you can replicate, you know, your good old fashioned, uh, fast food, right? Chicken sandwiches, burgers, you could just do it in a better form. So that was really like, Hey, we could do this. And, uh, so I became, and so I became a believer in the benefits and, and, and the fact that it could help solve this problem. And also a real believer in some of the other benefits too, because by doing the research, I learned about some of the environmental benefits. And, uh, um, so then it was, I had the passion, you know, I had the wherewithal. I had a partner, Kevin, uh, you know, somebody I knew in my prior business and he, he had expressed a similar desire to solve this problem. And, so he was working with me and we agreed like we were going to try and make this happen. And we had some capital available to try and make it happen. Uh, but we needed a partner, you know, we needed somebody who could really execute on the restaurant side of it. And that's how, and we met Ray, who was a founder of another, one of those early vegan restaurants that uh, I had um, uh, stepped into and thought, wow, this food's good. Um, and, you know, jumped around like I, you know, as part of my research, I started bringing my friends to this rest to Ray's restaurant and said, Hey, you know, am I fooling myself? Do you like this food? Like, does it taste great? Right. And the feedback I got was, yeah, no, it tastes great. Right. Um, uh, but you know what? I don't really feel, really feel comfortable coming in here. I wouldn't come in here on my own. It seems like I have to be vegan or vegetarian, you know, cause what happened, you know, back in those early days, you know, there was a, you know, it was, it still is, but back then, you know, these vegan restaurants really raised partner was more of an animal act activist. And, um, you know, there was some of the, uh, petitions on the wall and some of the other, and so, you know, the feedback I got, you know, was I love the food, but you know what, it's a little too, you know, I can feel like I got to, you know, do the downward dog, rub the Buddha 
and you know <laughs> yeah. sign the petition when I eat here. And so that that was the third light bulb. Is like, you know what it, you know this food is great, but it, and if we could package it in a different way, in a fun, friendly, approachable way, we could really you know achieve this vision of taking plant based from kind of the niche vegan vegetarian crowd to the mainstream health conscious crowd. So that was the vision. We talked to Ray about that vision, you know, and said, Hey, we'd love to have you, you know, do that. And through some different conversations, we originally, you know, Ray ended up becoming our third partner. And we, the three of us really had an aligned, you know, you know, kind of speaking to all those entrepreneurs out there. It's like, Hey, to start something, you got to have passion, right? And you have to have, and so we all had passion. And then we kind of really talked about what's our vision. And we all had a similar vision. Let's make plant-based, fun, friendly, approachable, make it as accessible as we can. To, you know, and he really, you know, that was his vision too. Whereas his partner's vision at the other restaurant was more about making a political statement. And, and he, you know, he really, you know, that's, he wanted to do what we want to do, which, hey, this isn't about, you know, this is just about showing people they can have healthy, delicious, convenient food. How we're going to do it is through plant-based because we're believers and that's a great way to do it. Um, and so we, you know, so the keys to our partnership, we had a, we were full, we all had the same passion. We had the same vision. And then we had complementary skill sets. Ray came to the table with the core restaurant skills and, and a proven ability to develop food that uh, we knew tasted great and could achieve this vision. Um, I came to the table with more of a, holistic business background and, um, you know, had the ability cause I'd gotten my MBA along the way and done some consumer work in my e-commerce business. I took the reins of developing the brand and, um, how we come to market and how we package this menu in the right way. And how do we, yeah, everything about the brand and the concept I took lead on. Kevin took lead more on the financing and real estate side of it. Right. Cause there's a lot of pieces of a rest to make a restaurant concept successful, especially if you want to scale it, right? Which was, that was our vision. This was not about being a restaurateur, which, you know, in a few, with a few restaurants in one market, which also is a great, uh, great to do if that's what your passion is and that's what your goals are. But our passion was to make plant-based as accessible and convenient, convenient as we could across the country. So we kind of had that, you know, the right complementary skin skill sets to create a concept that, uh, uh, that had that potential. And then we, we've had our, you know, we've certainly had our successes. And as we've talked about, we're still climbing the mountain here because uh, it's not an easy mountain to climb. Yeah. You know, years ago, someone at the culinary Institute told me that plant-based as a term or a thing that's taken on a lot of steam was really kind of in reaction to, not saying vegetarian or vegan anymore. <laughs> and I have no, and I have no, I have no idea if that's true, but um, that kind of stuck with me because I thought, you know, it's a, it's a really good point kind of when you say like I'm vegan or I'm vegetarian or I want to eat. It's almost like you're sort of, you know, whether you embrace the lifestyle or not, you know, you might want to try to try it out. Um, and just saying plant-based is maybe a little bit friendlier to that type of uh, person. And, semantics are always really interesting in the restaurant industry, but um, it just kind of reminded me because I do think that's very much the case, right? Um, in terms of it becoming accessible these days and how it's grown. It's a little yeah. bit wide, wider to the, uh, to the audience of, of how things are, are phrased um, yeah, and whether or not you feel like you've got to be that like part of that club. Right. Yeah. But, um, 
Yeah, that is for sure. And it's, it's, um, it's a very uh, nuanced conversation. Um, yeah, it definitely so. is. Um, yeah. Well, so before, before I let you go, TK, I just want to, you know, kind of talk about the future. I know we mentioned it a little bit. You want to get, you know, really onto the menu innovation side, but um, I guess give us kind of uh, on the, on the horizon here, what to really look for from the brand and um, yeah, where, where it's kind of going and, and what to keep an eye on as we, uh, as we close the year out. Yeah, I think uh, really keep an eye out on uh, our, you know, first and foremost, and if you're in our markets, I'd love you free to come in and try our new menu items because we're really, that's our number one focus, delicious food. Um, and uh, um, and so that's that's number one. And, uh, and then number two is once we're comfortable that we've done everything we want to do to, uh, make sure we have the mess, best menu possible. Uh, then number two is uh, we do have a brand that, as we've talked about, has a lot of um, passion behind it, a lot of fans, and we're ready to bring it to other, you know, we want to bring it to other markets. Um, and as we talked about, we had to take a step back. Uh, but we're ready as soon as we get to get through this uh, phase here of uh, stabilizing everything we're doing. Uh, we're ready to uh, grow it again. And, and how we think the best way to do it now is through franchise partners, because yeah. we're at a moment now where, hey, markets like Phoenix, Dallas, Houston, Austin, uh, Atlanta, they, you know, there's, you know, you could do three to five to seven veggie grills in each of those markets uh, easy because there is such an openness and education around plant-based today that people do you know, appreciate all the benefits and want it and, but want it in, you know, tr forms where it's delicious, convenient, accessible, consistent. And we have a playbook to do that, right? That's what franchise, that's a whole model of, uh, you know, working with a franchisor is you've got a playbook, you've got the passion and ability, they give you the playbook. And so where we are today is there's a market out there in all these uh, um, you know, metros I talked about. And now there's passionate entrepreneurs that want to bring, uh, you know, have, you know, have their own passion behind plant-based and want to bring a restaurant concept. Uh, but then also, you know, have a restaurant skill set and would love to, you know, have a restaurant concept, uh, uh, and to do it themselves has, is risky. Right. And, uh, whereas we give them a brand and a playbook. So long story short, hopefully second half of next year, you'll, we'll, we'll start signing up a few, at least uh, one, one or two franchise partners to help us bring, start getting back to, to the original vision, which is to bring plant-based food uh, across the country and, and develop a, a brand that really uh, has a lot of impact outside of the markets we have today, but all over the, all over the world, ultimately. Are you, um, are you all corporate currently? Yeah, all corporate currently. Yeah, well, that that'll be a fun. Uh, that's a whole new world to dive into. So we'll, we should, uh, <laughs> yeah, we should uh, reconnect then before that opportunity to um, kind of talk about how it's going and and the profile of the operators you know that you're working with. And um, I guess yeah, that that'll be a lot more to talk about for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah cool. Well, thank you, TK, for joining us. Um, you know, we really appreciate the insight and you know, look forward to following the brand in the future. And for everybody out there who's listening, as always, we appreciate it. And we'll see you next time. All right. Thanks, Danny. Good to be here.